It was it was the opposite of everything I wanted my work birthday my to be. My favorite part though is like, why is uh, Vince so frustrated? Oh, because we told him happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Step 12 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Are you going out to this museum thing today? Yeah, we'll see if I can make it out there. Somebody's got to go. Yeah, we're sending Julian for sure. Okay, so for sure we're coming. Mm-hmm. They're having a big show and tell, if you will, at the Milwaukee Public Museum because they're packing up. Early 2027 is when they've targeted the museum to open. And so we've talked, you know, some of the exhibits aren't going to be lifted entirely and then just reinstalled in a new place. But, they're, of course, the artifacts and they things. they got a lot of stuff. they got to box it up and move it. When, when you're moving, you think boxes. You think only about, but you walk down the street, you just walk into places. Are there boxes here? Have you seen any boxes? <laughs> That's a bit, right? So should I bring some boxes? I'm sure they'd some, appreciate some it. Some newspaper? <laughs> The show and tell today is the MPM curators pack first collections to prepare for move. Milwaukee Public Museum curators have begun the multi-year effort to carefully pack objects in their collection in preparation for the move to the future museum. So they've invited folks to come watch that process. They have to like label and barcode everything. They don't know what it is. So it's not just it. a Sharpie on the outside of the box? <laughs> yeah, like, like printer paper box that you brought from work. It's like... Bones upstairs, <laughs> third floor. Right. Bones, right. <laughs> masks, arrowheads. Oh, this box isn't marked. What is it? Who's which room? And then the two men in a truck guy doesn't know where to right. bring it. I don't know. It just says stuffed <laughs> raccoon. Where does this? Where does the raccoon go? Which yeah. raccoon is it? Label right? No, they can't do that. Right? Got to be real specific. Everything I think they barcode everything, right? Yep. Catalog it. It's actually probably good, so they know exactly what they have. These priceless artifacts. So they're doing that and they're going through that extensive process. They're going to open that up for folks to come and see today. Well, media come to see. I don't yeah, think. right. You don't get to. Right. So you need to go over there. I got to see. Well, there. Julian will be there. Yeah, he'll be there for the TMJ. Sure. So either way, we're going to see what this is about. Packing up and moving. You could be at a funeral and everyone's crying, they're bereaved, and I'm looking at the casket going, boy, that's a nice box right there. <laughs> Look at the handles on that, baby. Yeah, I, I could, could put, put a whole there. stereo right in there. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano. Brewers played this afternoon, got the Angels in spring training. This game is not on the air here on WTMJ. Our next broadcast, actually, tomorrow afternoon. And this is a good one. Wednesday, we host the Cubs at American Family Fields of Phoenix, which means going head-to-head with former manager Craig Council. Talked a bit about our new manager, Pat Murphy, how he sees things. I like this cat. He is interesting. And I really like his perspective on the games. He's 65. He's seen everything. He's coached at every level, right? So maybe when you have a younger manager, this is a guy who's going to lean on the veterans for leadership. Manager Pat Murphy, he's leaning into the young guys. There's nothing worse than than older guy arrogance in the clubhouse, right? That's right. Like, don't run in front of me. What the hell are you doing running in front of me? You know, that kind of bullshit. <laughs> Doesn't suffer <laughs> fools, Murphy, right? Older guy arrogance. Right, don't want to see that guy. Well, I've, you know, I've played three, four years in the game, and you're new, so I'm going to tell you what you have to do. I'm right? 28. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, there's leadership, and then there's, you know, right, just being a jag. Yeah. So, actually, Murphy really thinks that his young guys, and we have a young team, 
can sort of inspire those guys who've been around for a while. The old guys can see that and say, yeah, that's the love of the game. That's that passion. That's that being in the present moment. That's what it's about, being in that present moment. In my opinion, that's what this whole thing's about. That's how they're successful. Brewerzo, by the way, lost to the Reds 8-3 to in spring training yesterday. Fresh off their big win over the Sixers on Sunday, the Bucks in Charlotte tonight. You can hear that game on WDTMJ. Wisconsin plays Indiana in Indiana for college hoops. And then there's this, still a lot of conversation about what to do with storming the court. This after Wake Forest beat Duke over the weekend, and someone got Wake hurt. stays unbeaten at home, 15-0. and 0. The students have stormed the court. That's a call on Learfield. Kyle Filipowski, big Duke star, was injured as that crowd rolled in, one student ran into him. He busted up his knee. It's sprained right now. We'll see if he's going to be able to play in their next game. Duke head coach John Shire, unhappy. Players and, and coaches and officials are the only people that belong on a court. And uh, so, yes, something should be done now, like immediately. So I'm curious what they come up with. A lot of people upset with Wake Forest. This is Seth Greenberg from ESPN. Wake Forest and their administration – Shame on you, because you should have had something in place to make sure, most important thing, the security of the visiting team. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I mean, because, he's right, we've seen but that also, before, though. right, this happens. There's a rope that's yeah. up there, security, and still you see a crowd run through. So I'm curious to see what they can do with that. I misspoke earlier, by the way, Bucks at home against Charlotte. But don't cost tonight. us a home game now. Sorry right? about that. We'll Bucks at Fiserv tonight. 719, Wisconsin's Morning News. At 7.22 on Wisconsin's Morning News, Chief Meteorologist at TMJ4, Ryan Isnanski on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline with us this morning. Hey, Niz, first on Debbie was mentioning the slick yep. roads. Did we get some sprinkles overnight, or is that like that ground sweat that happens? Yeah, it's pretty much the ground sweat. Also, like a lot more moisture starting is, to build. So like is there a, a meteorological term for that, or am I on that? Is it, is it called <laughs> ground sweat in school? or? <laughs> Think of it as like a sweating glass, like a, a nice uh, ice cold glass, uh, you know, of, uh, you know, your favorite beverage in the summertime that's that sweats in the warmth. Pretty much the same idea going on with the ground this morning. There's just a lot more moisture, too, uh, in the air. Um, it wouldn't be humid for summer standards, but for February standards, a humid day on the way for today. So how quickly do we do we turn the corner here? We've got uh, let me see. Brendan's got a high of 73 today away from the lake (laughs) and then a low of 20 tonight. How quick does that change happen? And and when do we pull the trigger? (laughs) Well, first we have to talk about, you know, thunderstorms, but yeah, that, that cold, the dip of cold is going to be when that cold front passes through um, probably somewhere around like eight, nine o'clock this evening for most of Southeastern Wisconsin sooner for our Western spots uh, a little bit later if you're right along the lake shore. But, but yeah, I think we'll see most of that drop within a few hours. So I, I don't think you'll get the full 50-degree drop in a few hours, but a good chunk of that will happen in a few hours. And then by tomorrow morning, uh, we could have a you know dusting of snow on the ground and, and feeling like winter again. And before all of that, the potential for some severe stuff tonight? Yeah. Um, finding ourselves, it's a little bit different. The environment isn't quite as sheared as, are around a couple weeks ago uh, that spawned a tornado. But, but yeah, I th- we're, we find ourselves in the warm sector of an area of low pressure, that southeast quadrant again, before that cold front arrived. And uh, we could have some pretty good thunderstorms. And I think the window for that, the best chance will probably be between like 5 and 8 o'clock this evening uh, before that cold front pushes through. So uh, keeping an eye on the chance of, you know, whether it's large hail, strong winds, or an isolated tornado again, 
for some thunderstorms. Uh, best chance for us will be our southern counties. So, like, again, Walworth County, Kenosha County, Racine County, those spots that, that have, the I guess, the warmest and, and more moist air mass out of the area. So looking ahead to the weekend is, so we'll take a little bit of a dip here, right, with a high of just 28 on Wednesday, then warming up into the 40s, and then weekend where we could be back in the 50s, maybe uh, 60-something? Maybe 60 again, yeah. Let, yeah, me, just, let me just lead again. you to the territory I want you to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, right around 60 once again, where it's just, it's like, uh, here we go again. I mean, this isn't just spouting off one or two days. It's it's another, you know, pretty good, you know, heat wave for this time of year. Uh, easily going to be the warmest winter on record when things all are all said and done by the end of the month and likely our warmest February on record as well, guys. So uh, pretty crazy stuff, that's for sure. Um, hey, Vinny, I'm not letting you go. I was go- I-, I was so sad I missed out on the festivities yesterday. Uh, happy birthday, buddy. I, I hear they <laughs> Yes. And you know, Niz, because we went through this when we were on the morning show together over there. Like, I worked really hard to keep the birthday a secret. I didn't want you coming out there with cake and goofing no. on me. And I, there were there were past people who would love to come out there. For example. Hey, <laughs> right. Turned into a clown show. I didn't want that. I guess I you're really imagine who you're talking I about. I guess you're a way. true friend, Niz, because you never violated that. My my current friends of Eric and Pancake made a big old deal out of it yesterday. <laughs> See, you. It, what you did is you, you you did it to yourself because you made it very clear what you don't want. Right. And you know that on your fiftieth, you're going to get what you don't want. <laughs> it was it was the opposite of everything I wanted my, my work birthday my to be. My favorite part though is like, what, why is uh, Vince so frustrated? Oh, because we told him happy birthday. <laughs> what a joke. Hey, <laughs> well, I, I I hope you did have a good good birthday. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're really – I saw the picture with the glasses. So <laughs> Eric made me wear them. He made me. But, but you know me, Niz. Like, funny Trump's wrong. So, the, yeah, the joke was on me, but yeah. it was funny. So I, I leaned into the bit. Yeah. It was good. Oh, it was good stuff. Uh, I, I loved it. But, uh, yeah, here's the 50 more, Vinny. <laughs> yeah. I think the ride ends well before that, but thank you, Nis. If Appreciate you'd like it. to see uh, Vince's surprise from his surprise singing yesterday, just text the word yeah. birthday to 855-616-1620. We'll send you the video. Thanks, my friend. Enjoy the day. <laughs> just an FYI. Right, see you guys. Later. You don't have to text it. <laughs> Happy birthday. Got a spring training report from Arizona from our guy, WTMJ's Dom Catronio. We'll do that at 745. Looks like Ken will be center stage at the Academy Awards. Variety reports Ryan Gosling will perform his Oscar-nominated song from the Barbie movie. He'd told the outlet earlier he hadn't been asked, but he was open to it, unlike his mindset when he was first offered the role. Gosling says he almost turned it down because of scheduling conflicts. The movie wound up grossing over $1.4 billion and earned Gosling award nominations for his singing and acting. His co-star Margot Robbie and director Greta Gerwig were both snubbed. The Oscars are a week from Sunday at Hollywood's Dolby Theater. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. So does he mention that? Does that become part of the uh, song, the bit? There's almost a part of me that wondered, like, do you turn that down then? Because what are they going to, they're not going to boo him. Not his fault. No, but no, you got to do it. You got to, you got to take the attention if it's being offered, (laughs) Right. right? Yeah, there's if he if he wins, he's not going to win, right? If he doesn't, well, win I don't that think Oscar, so. Right? If he were to win, then he'll definitely mention him. Yeah, but it shouldn't like, be me; it should be them up here. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. do this by myself, and all those things. But I was just thinking, maybe you know, during the performance, would he? 
little snarky comment or something. I don't know. Just, just throwing it out there. This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them You're at Steinhoffels. <laughs> you don't think so. Okay. Steinhoffels.com. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstadt and Vince Vetrano. I mean, you like it to be comfortable in your home, right? So, I mean, if you're not comfortable, fire it up. Yeah, you do you. I I suppose that's true. (laughs) Brewers and Angels this afternoon in spring training. Next broadcast game on WTMJ will be tomorrow afternoon. And that's when we got Craig Council and the Cubs with a 2 p.m. broadcast time here on WTMJ. Listen to the game a bit Monday afternoon. I was telling you, Brewers lost to the Reds 8-3. So many young guys playing that... For a while, like I tuned in, I don't know what inning I tuned in, but I'm like, who's up to bat here? Is that our team? <laughs> you weren't even sure. Wasn't even quite sure. And then I heard the a crew. Name, or, name or two I recognized, right? And okay, okay you, you figure it out. Because so many young guys are up as part of the roster early in spring training. So manager Pat Murphy is not particularly interested in the wins and losses here in spring training. He's working the guys out. WTMJ's Dom Catronio, host of Brewers Extra Innings, reports from spring training. Youth has always served the first week or so of spring training between pitch limits and letting the veterans rest before the long season. We've already had glimpses at the future of the Brewers in games. It's about, you know, getting the opportunity to, to make things happen. It's getting the opportunity to, to see guys in different situations. But it's hard to get it all in in one day. But, and find out about these young kids, give them some opportunities, see how they react to things, you know. Manager Pat Murphy. One of those young guys is Brewers first rounder Brock Wilkin. Already with two hits and two walks in his first handful of spring training games. He knows third base is a position of need, maybe even in the near future. You kind of got to stay in the moment, right? You got to stay where your feet are. And, um, you know, it's, it's not up to me. Uh, it's, it's ultimately not up to me. So being able to, to just go out there and play and um, stay locked in in the moment is kind of doing my thing. The Brewers are in Tempe today to visit the Angels. Jansen Junk is on the mound against his former team, against Zach Plezak. First pitch is at 210. Reporting from Phoenix, Dominic Catronio, WTMJ. College Hoops, Wisconsin plays Indiana at IU tonight. Bucks and Charlotte tonight at Pfizer Forum. You can hear that game right here on WTMJ. And speaking of the NBA, I don't know if you caught the end of this uh, Knicks-Pistons game on Monday night. So it was a 113-111 eked out victory by the Knicks, but there was a blatant foul at the end of the game that was not called. New York guard Dante DiVincenzo, our guy. Right, for Milwaukee Buck. Plowed into a Detroit player, and they didn't call it. Pistons coach Monte Williams lost his mind afterward. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Oof. Referee James Williams, the crew chief, did admit after the game upon postgame review, a loose ball foul should have been whistled. I, I thanks, I guess, but it's <laughs> <laughs> one of those where, like, when it's your team, do you want to hear the yeah. ref come correct? Yeah, yeah we right. missed that. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. He's done. The absolute worst. Was he call done? <laughs> he's still like going. Done. Right. No call. Now we get it, coach. Well, the Pistons enough. have won eight games this year, so it's not exactly consequential. But uh, look, appreciate the coach. They're trying to do what they're trying to do. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game. <laughs> All right, and Fine. that was not fair. No done. 749, Wisconsin's Morning News. Talk to Mark Tauscher next. 
Idea Man. You know the old saying, look good, feel good, play good. That is taken to heart. Innovative. We go and to surprise our fans and our, uh, as a team, Coach Alvarez gets us these fancy new jerseys that are white crim on the side. Everybody's jacked up. Oh my God, these unis are awesome. They're hip. And Packers Hall of Famer. Colorado beats us by 45 points, and those jerseys never saw the light of day again. <laughs> it's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You're not turning on the AC today, are you, Tausch? Uh, no, I don't think so. But you seem uh, to be a, it, it, to be a guy who likes to keep it a little cool, though. Why do you say that, Vinny? That's interesting you'd ask. Because you're right. I'm just curious what makes you feel that way. I think you're a big, bigger fella, and you like to keep yep. it cool. And uh, that yeah. just seems to be the pattern. Yeah, Tosh, you've told us before, you run a little hot, you've said. Yeah, right. I, I do. and Yeah, it's it's a fair assessment of the situation. I I am a little bit of a larger fella. And I think I'm always of the belief that, you can always throw a blanket on. When you're sweating and it's hot and all yeah, that, there's right. not a ton you can do. I prefer, like to me, the perfect temp is about 40 to 47, where you can wear shorts and a long sleeve shirt with a vest, or it will warm up. I don't need it to be, I know everybody's going to say, well, that's crazy. You need it to be 60 or 70. I like, I think that you can you can accomplish everything you want. You want to go biking, you can go walking. I'll golf when it's in that upper 40s. I feel good in that area. That's why I love fall, that crisp air. Once you start getting 70 plus, I'll start fighting a little bit. Wow, 70 plus. Boy, that's tough here then because that's, that's a lot of the summer, man. I mean, well, I, it depends listen, on the activity I like too, it, but right. I, I'll say this. I think this winter has sucked. You've gotten nothing out of it. There's If you like ice fishing or snowmobiling, I know everybody right. up north. Like, they depend so much on snowmobiling and all of the festival stuff that you do. And what if we had maybe two weeks of winter? So I, I, I think this winter has abs- it's been brown and, like, blech, muddy. There's been nothing. What have we really accomplished other than, oh, it's not freezing cold? Bring me a little bit of snow. Bring me a little bit of cold. I, I feel like we've been shortchanged when it comes to our winter this I'll year. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with him on that. Hey, Tosh, let me ask you this. So we, we've been discussing this whole idea of storming the courts. We had that Duke player who was injured when Wake Forest beat Duke Allegedly, over the right? And we kind oh, yeah. of agree on that. Sprained his knee. We'll see if he oh. actually is <laughs> out. But um, it's not the first time a player has been dinged up because of uh, court storming. What's your take? What, what do we do about the court storming? Yeah, it's it, you know I was talking to Pancake a little bit before that when we jumped on here, and I'm I'm a little bit torn because obviously the reason we love sports is the passion and all this stuff, but it's gotten crazy. Wake Forest was a two and a half point favorite. This isn't Duke <laughs> with Christian Leitner and Grant Hill and Thomas Hill and everybody else that Bobby Hurley. This was your favorite to win. And I think uh, from my perspective, and I was not here when this happened, but when the Michigan game at Camp Randall happened in the season, I want to say it was the Rose Bowl season. Yeah, early 90s. And yeah, all of the you know the tragedy and the tears, and you, you heard former players that had to go back out and try to resuscitate people. I always wonder, is the juice worth the squeeze? And the people that are saying, well, you need to have – 
I just was listening on Get Up. And somebody, you need to have the uh, kids sign a contract that they're not going to run out on the court before. <laughs> no. You know, it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you got a million monster problems in the world, and you're asking uh, 18 and 19 year old kids to sign a contract that they'll wait 30 seconds to run out on the court. Be respectful. The problem, one of the big problems, I think. People aren't looking up. Everybody's got their phone out, and they're sprinting, and they're running into guys. And people are just, you know, they're going to go up, and they they feel emboldened to take a shot at this Duke kid that was running off the court. Get rid of it. Uh, I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze. I just get rid of it. Your, your lawsuits and injuries to players and refs and coaches, I don't think anyone's going to say if something bad happens that it was worth all of this. So, I am fine with saying, be done with all the court storm. All right, all in favor? E, I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time. I know, I, I, like, but I'm I don't want to be the no fun police. But uh, it's I'm a fun you. visual. Yeah. It's a fun visual, and again, I don't want to suck the passion yeah, out of right. this. Yeah. But I don't think you know what? Go out in the quad after the game and celebrate, dear district. Get out yeah, there, cool. let it rip. Uh, but I understand why people want to do it, but I just don't think. An injury to any of the people, uh, personnel from the teams is ever going to be worth having a visual of people storming a court. I just Fair don't. enough. Fair NFL enough. Combine tomorrow, Tosh. We'll talk about it. Looking forward to it.